sort of reaction to John O'Shea's piece with me there, um, speaking about his uh, time, I suppose, working with uh, immigration, working with refugees and asylum seekers and uh, all of that. And thank you for that uh, response. Uh, something completely different now. Glad to be joined, as usual, by Karen Prendergast, who is our interior designer. Good morning to you, Karen. Good morning, Brian. Uh, it's good to talk to you today. Um, interesting one today, how to make the feel of the house a bit better. What, what do you mean when you speak about that? Well, I think... Uh, this I, I, I'll tell you um, wh- how I feel so I'm talking today about seven ways to improve the feel of your house mm. but I was sitting outside and I was listening to the last um, gentleman while John, on yeah. your chat with him and, and you know I was thinking about my own house so my own house my, my house what's the most important things for me in my house now that's letting aside what I'm going to have a chat about as well today it's an add-on really mm. so for me it's <clears throat> thinking about this time of the year the heating First of all, how does my house work for me? Mm. Okay, how easy is it to run? How, how how easy is it to get around? So for me, the heating's really important. The lighting is really important. My kitchen's important because I do quite a bit of cooking. I, both of us like cooking. So how I how I'm able to get around my kitchen that it works for me ergonomically. Mm. Okay, um, as I said, the heating's probably the most important thing for me because I'm always cold. The heating, the lighting, how I get around my kitchen, the position of my um, washing machine and dryer um, are important that they're easy to get at and easy to work and also what's very important for me is that I have plenty of freezer space in my house so this is mad mm. but for me it matters because um, I use the freezer a lot so I'll buy bulk buy my meat and bulk buy different things and my bread and the whole lot and I'll have them in the freezer and I'll use that so I need quite a lot of freezer space in the house that's not in the shed that when it's the winter time that I'm not in and out to the shed because funny enough I was on a couple of jobs last week and um <clears throat> This time of the year, a lot of people are worried if they are going out the back to the washing machine or the dryer or the line or the freezer or whatever, or getting coal and different stuff in for the fire, that it's safe out there, that they're not going to get a fall and slip and end up hurt. So when you're planning your house, and every week we're talking about all the beautiful things in the house and the whole lot, but what makes a house work really Mm, well? Practical. It's it's to be practical and that it works for the people in the house and again you know we talk about storage and we talk about keeping the place neat and tidy that's easy to get at things and um, as people get older or if there's certain illnesses in the house or whatever mm. ergonomics and work in the house um, safely for us all is really important And should you think ahead Karen because I mean you know if you're 30 years of age you'd be able to sprint out to, to your utility room if it's out the back somewhere but that's different if and, you're, and if you're 70 or 80 I'd, I'd agree with that now and I'm, yeah. in, I'm in my mid 50s and you know when I was 30 and building my first house I was absolutely invincible Yeah, yeah. and nothing yeah. mattered and then you know I had an illness some years ago and absolutely perfect now 100% but when I came to do this house which is going to be my last house not moving again um, there was a lot of things that I made sure that going forward that were there and that I wouldn't have to spend Right. Okay. and so planning was really yes. important for now and for the future yeah. and again when we're talking about that we're talking about again I said planning kitchens planning bathrooms um, maybe a lot of people don't want exactly a wet room because they might find it hard to keep I was in one house last week and they were saying to me they have a wet room gone in and you know they have the, they don't have a shower door but they have the curtain mm. find it hard enough because the water you know mm. goes mm. around the place but you can have a wet room of a different sort and in time to come if you wanted to, you could take down maybe one door or whatever. So I think forward planning, budgeting, spending your money right. So this is, the things I'm talking about mm. are are the basics that you need in the house. But the, when you're doing them in the first case, that 
it's the you're spending the money now and you won't have to redo it again. Yes. Yeah, you might have yeah. to revamp, but you won't have to do the whole lot again. So they're the kind of things for me that are very important in my house to make it work better for me. Right, okay. But today I made a mood board and I brought in some new colours as well. So maybe if people have pens and paper before we finish up, I'll run through great. some new colours as well. You see, I thought when you talked about <coughs> the, the, when you spoke about the feel of that, you were talking about the mood. That and I am, and we're going to that. come to the mood yes. now, we're going to do all that. But I suppose I wanted to just give my speak first for mm, my yeah. house and what I feel that I'm meeting when I'm going into other people's houses and while they might bring me to do the pretty things in the interior design or we could be knocking, you know, a half a house or whatever, it's always to be practical Yes. when you're doing anything in your home that it works for you and it's practical in the long term. Mm. And I should have given you notice of this, but what is the big mistake? What, what is the mistake that you see happening time and time again? Uh, is, is it not planning? Is it it, not? It's not planning and a lot of the time it's buying furniture that's too big for the too home. Yeah. Um, it's maybe... Um, you know what the biggest problem is, friend, that I see? It's overspending. It's overspending and ending overspending. overspending and ending up with something that they didn't think out enough. Okay. So that might be, you know, rushing into a kitchen, rushing into buying furniture, rushing into something and they make an error and then I'm called to fix the error. And I will do my best to fix the error, but I think planning and budget and planning and budget, I can never, ever say it enough. And buying mm. items of furniture that suit you and when you're planning a kitchen or a bathroom to put enough thought into it and when you're going into a kitchen showroom or a bathroom showroom or even a furniture showroom if if you bring your sizes and your measurements and you truthfully talk to the salesperson they will help you but if you don't ask for the help yes they can't read your mind but is the danger not, and I've seen this myself, Karen, you go into these beautiful showrooms and something looks absolutely stunning and you can't not have it. But you're not taking into account that it's not that space it's going to be in. Exactly. And, as, you know, and that's very true. And I see that all the time. But And also there's, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm allowed to say this, but look, I'm going into all different shops and like credit is readily available in so many different walks of home improvements now. So you can get carried away sometimes. Okay. And it's, it's and again, I'm talking about the budget, but I'm really talking about, do is that the suite of furniture you want or is that the kitchen you want? And just because you might be getting it on the... Never, never. Never, never as we'd yes. say years ago, mightn't be exactly what you want. So when you are spending money, right. spend very, it wisely. Very good advice. Now, mood then. So... The things in your house have the ability to influence your state of mind since it is the main place that you feel in control. So your home is the spot to rest. It gives you, it's where you live, work, play, engage in many of your favourite activities. So I think it's wise to consider uh, investing in the measures that facilitate these activities with ease and positively impact your mental state even though we're talking about interior design. So it's important to think about how you're using your spaces. Make sure that the items that you're buying are giving you the feel and the ambience that you want in your house. Mm. We, we speak about this and often with interior design, we duplicate what we said last week or the week before. We said that before, but we're saying it in a different way. So it is important that you love the spaces that you have and arrange the house mm. uh, to suit 
your needs. Yeah, so ticking a box on the basis of what the current fashion is mightn't be the right thing for you. It mightn't be the right thing or you could be taking an item or a part of the current fashion that you love and building that into your home okay. that's already existing. So um, arranging bookshelves. Mm. I have bookshelves. I, I love bookshelves. Love bookshelves. I've only got one. I used to have two. I've only got one now. I've downsized. But my bookshelf, I have a picture of a nice... Um, this is on our, nice, mood board on our mood board here again. Board we're, we're going to put this up again this we'll week, put aren't we? Yes, so a nice, simple, a nice, simple um, bookshelf. But mm. it has a picture in it. It has a little picture. It has little ornaments in it. It has books standing up. Then it has books sitting down. Then maybe we have a little fake planter, one or two bits on top of it. So that bookshelf, I would say, would you say, it looks neat and tidy, but it tells a story. I think it does. It certainly tells a story of the people who are in the house. Are people yes. who are in the house. And I find in my bookshelf, I might have, um, my husband fishes, so I have a couple of pictures of him up. Um, uh, I have some uh, fake, plants in a planter and a la- my bookshelf and my shelves in my kitchen because I don't have top presses tell a story about my travels Yeah, and a lot of what I've yeah. up is, is, is things that's that I got lovely. in other countries but they have to match in and the and, design too and I was going to ask you about that what, what do you say to somebody and I won't name names but I could who would see bookshelves as being dust holders and always looking untidy in a house and maybe taking away from the general look of things if I if I, go I could in, name names. If I, go, <laughs> if I go into a house and I see a bookshelf, I'm never, ever, ever going to take that bookshelf off them or I'm never going to say that they shouldn't have it because I know that person's into books. Um, there'll be books on that bookshelf that tell stories from different parts of their lives and there's reasons why they bought them. I'm into cookery books. Um, I was in Dublin two weeks ago and um, I saw this real quirky shop and there was this beautiful French book and it had... Um, white and blue cover on it and I said to my husband I love that he said I'll get that for you for one of your Christmas surprises <laughs> because I loved the book because it would have gone with my colour scheme in the kitchen right, so, so it I, was the aesthetics of yeah the it was the aesthetics oh, now right. also okay. I'd be interested in what was in the book yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to I have um, I have a coffee table that has a glass um, yes. underneath it yeah. so I'm going to put that in one of the compartments in that and I know I'll remember that was the book that I got that Christmas I loved it for that and I'll flick through it the odd time very good indeed. All right. Uh, tell me about the mood board that you have. Is he going off uh, a mic? And again, you'll you'll put this up on the. I put this up. People, so my next my next of the seven um, ideas is mm. use wallpaper. So a couple of those pictures have wallpaper on them, and we well, both love one. Oh, this one is just stunning. Now it probably could be seen as being old-fashioned in, yeah, in, in, in the best possible yeah, way. Yeah, and I think it's, I mean. a, it's a Georgian room yes. in a Georgian house. So that wallpaper absolutely um, suits the house yes, and the colours in the wallpaper perfectly. would be Georgian colours as well. Stunning. So it's gorgeous. So the next one, I'm thinking of... So wallpaper's great. People say to me all the time, is wallpaper in, is wallpaper out? Wallpaper is always in. Right. And it can be used in different ways. Um, years ago, we used to have wallpaper on the top, wallpaper on the bottom and a border in between. Yes. That's still there. Right. Is that it the, hasn't gone the away. dado rail? Dado rail or, a bar, or, or, or an or actual roll of border. Is that paper. still there? It is, is it? still there. I thought that was gone out with the Indians. It's not, no. But yeah. you know, it's horses for courses. So it depends on the style. It depends on the room. It depends on the person. Dado rails are probably after way after overtaking the border paper. Yes. And now people are saying to me in their house, well, Will I, and I come across this weekly, will I take off the bar, will I take off the data rail, what will I do? So I say we'll have two options. We can paint the data rail the same colour. So we'll say the, this house, these houses might have had 
uh, white data rail, colour on the bottom, colour on the top, yes. white skirting board. But we might decide now to do the whole wall, including the data rail and the skirting board, the same colour. Oh, right. And pick out the door and the frame. So we're bringing it bang up to what's very happening good, but now. the data rail isn't standing out. Isn't standing out. Oh, yeah, and sometimes people don't want to take off the data rail because when they take off the data rail, the right. wall will be damaged behind. What about the board that used to be on top? Gone, yeah, definitely that, gone. Definitely yeah, gone. we can, we can definitely okay? say they're gone. We can say yeah. that gone. Will, will you talk to us about the <coughs> other one that I think we both agree is absolutely yeah, gorgeous. So we, it's a stairway, it's a hallway, obviously, but the mosaic on the floor Mosaic Victorian stunning, tiles stunning, is absolutely stunning, gorgeous stunning, and yeah. the colour on it is stunning. Mm. So I put that picture up um, because I like the whole mood and the feel of that mm. hallway and um, I love that. So people mm. will get to see that. But, I, but looking at both examples that we, we, we both prefer, lighting, now I know we're, people are sick of us talking about lighting, but the main thing for mood has to be lighting. Has to be lighting. Or light in general. I and suppose. light in general. So if I go back, it like light plays an essential role in enhancing or supporting your interior design choices. What light bulbs you use, what colours, because there's different, so many different colours available in mm. light bulbs now. And you can make a room warmer, you can make a room cooler. And it can lighting can highlight some key elements. For instance, if I go back to my kitchen, not to be talking about mine, but I know people want to hear about yeah, what I my else do. Yes. I don't have any top presses, but I have four shelves, and on those shelves I have um, not much kitchen paraphernalia really, but different items for my travels, a little bit of um, different vinegars and stuff like that. But on each under each shelf, I have a light. And then up high over my two shelves, I have three lights. What I'll do actually is I'll bring in a picture next week just so I can explain a little bit better. And I have three lights. So I have different, loads of different lighting choices in my kitchen that creates a fantastic mood. I have wall lights. Um, I have other wall lights. I have shelf lights. I have um, spotlights. I have a centre light. And I remember when I was doing it, my electrician said to me, there's no point in you doing all this lighting now. You don't need any of it. I said, this is double the lighting of a standard house, mm. right? I said, I don't care. I want it. And yeah. I put in the money into our house in lighting and I don't regret one penny of right, it. Right, because you have options. Because I have options. options. All the and time, you see, yeah. when you're running the wires and you're doing a new build, you only have that choice. You only have the option once. once. Yes. So I would say to anybody that's re renovating a room or parts of their house or building a house, the best money you are going to spend in that whole house is lighting and heating. Yes. Uh, is somebody wondering about coving as well, and is that still in? And this listener says, I love plain coving in a room. Is coving still it, there? It absolutely is, and yes. depends on the size of the room. It can really uh, bring a room together. You might have a high ceiling, you might have a very big room, and it works. And is coving in? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And still, you have an example here without coving, and it's beautiful too. So it just goes to show you how. I, I think it goes to show uh, it, it, what, it, what matters is what a person what the end look a person wants and of course it's down to budget as well because we're talking about I'm talking about extra lighting I'm talking about making sure that you've um, enough heating I would say to everybody overheat their house so extra yes. BTUs when you're putting in your radiators first day um, lighting is so important but all of this is down to budget yes. too and, and could I stick something in there just to, for this uh, just from an experience point of view sockets put in over the amount put of sockets enough, you think you'll put want. Put in enough of sockets and put you in your phone them. charging points. Yeah, yeah. And again, whether it's a bedroom or a kitchen or a bathroom or whatever, you need to plan your lighting and your sockets 
And if you get those things right in the house, it's very easy then interior design mm. any room in your home once you have the basics right. Of course. But you might decide even something simple, I want a lamp over on that wall. And without a socket, and without you, a socket you can't have it. So so it gives yeah. you, you options, doesn't it? All right. If people want to make contact with you and talk to you, Karen, how can they do yeah, that? It's 086 606 9009. And it's, again, I'll, mention, I'll say that number. It's 086 606 9009. Have I time for two or three colours? Really quickly, yes. Uh, soda bread, boathouse white, grey wolf, ivory tusk, palm house fountain, oyster bed, and wolfhound. Very good indeed. All right. And again, if people Google those names, they'll come up with the, 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 the proper the colour the the swatch. Will, will, will you pop up. that up on your own yes, social will. media? And, yes, and I, I know Emma will do so here. As well. What is your own social media, by the way? It's Interior Concepts on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, web page is interiorconcepts.ie. All website. right. Very good. And you'll put up the mood board yes, as well so that people can have a look. All right. Karen, always a pleasure. Thanks Thank very you. much indeed. News and information is coming up. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. 